welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, I hope that you guys all had a wonderful and Merry Christmas, and uh, as you're looking forward to the new year, uh, as I usually do about this time of year, I'd like to provide for you an encouragement to grow in your faith this year. It's one thing taking on and and doing battle with the culture war and seeing what's out there, and we try and highlight that a lot on this channel so that you do understand really what our war is about. And, and you know, if you look in um, uh, Ephesians 6, where it's getting into the full armor of God, you know, he tells us this is a battle with the spiritual warfare. This is a battle with principalities and powers beyond. This is not just some simple little battle we're facing. This is why we have to be in the culture battle and informed about what's going on. But we cannot go into this battle by ourselves. If we run out there ourselves exclusively by ourselves into this culture war, we are going to lose because we're going to fight it with the power of man. What we need as Christians is the power and the spirit of God. And our ultimate goal is not to fix the culture problems. It's not to legislate morality as a first principle. It is to save souls. It is to preach the gospel. The problem is we have a lot of people in America today who don't even have a firm grasp of what the gospel is, and some of those who do have a firm grasp of what the gospel is have no idea what it really means to be a Christian and to live by faith. This is a difficult thing, and one of the greatest uh, stories is, is the man who brings the demon-possessed child to Jesus and says to him, you know... Uh, can you help me? He says, well, all things are possible for he who believes. Do you believe? He says, I do believe, but help me with my unbelief. And that is something that we need to focus on doing is figuring out how to convert our unbelief or our want to believe and our want to have faith into real belief and into real faith. Learn how to have real trust in God. And I'm going to talk to you today briefly about the two things that you really need to do. And as we move into a new year and people are starting to work on New Year's resolutions, and here's the sad thing first. Most people who start a New Year's resolution, they have a resolution. They're going to lose the weight. They're going to quit smoking. They're going to read their Bible. They're going to start praying. They're going to do all these types of things. And a lot of these New Year's resolutions, they die after two weeks. That's what's typical. It's two weeks to death. And the reality is, is what we need to do is we need to conquer this and we need to stop and say, listen, I'm not going to let this die in two weeks. I want to have real transformational change. You need to build it into your life, not miserably so. You need to learn to excise something. Now, for me, this year, I'm going to set a new goal of reading those scriptures three times through. I read it. I typically read it one to two times a year. Uh, last year, I read it two times. Actually, I just finished it uh, again. So I have a, a week and I'm, I'm right now I'm slowly reading, which is basically a couple build in, uh, you know, built in while life got too busy days. Build that into your reading plan. But as you're looking at your New Year's resolutions, consider adding Bible study and prayer and at least not if not Bible study fully reading the scriptures into it because I am frustrated by seeing a lot of people who profess to be saved and they might even read a daily devotional which is one Bible verse typically a paragraph bit written by somebody else and I've 
I've associated with a lot of people who write those little devotionals. Some of them are really sound and godly people. Some of them are not particularly sound. So you're literally reading one verse out of the scripture, a paragraph from somebody who may or may not be sound, and calling that your daily devotionals. You should be spending a lot more time in the Bible itself, not reading what other people are thinking or interpreting about the Bible. Make sure that you can read through the scriptures. And let me tell you this. I read through the Bible two times cover to cover this year. Okay? And all that took me is 30 minutes a day. Which means one year, reading the Bible through one year is 15 minutes a day. Okay, now, I always build in a little bit of extra time because there's going to be a day or two here and there that you're going to miss. That's why I build some extra times in. So, for example, if you read the Bible, if you read 3.25 chapters a day, you'll read the Bible in one, uh, in one year. Which means if you open up your Bible and you read four chapters in a day, you are going to actually finish it almost a month in advance. Which means... Sunday morning's crazy and hectic. You're getting ready for church. You're getting the kids ready. And you skip Sunday morning. That's cool. You've built that in to your day. So you can learn how to do this and make yourself that goal and be firm to make sure you're doing it. Because getting your Bible read is one of the most important things that you can do. The second most important thing you can do is learn to pray. Pray and read your Bible. And if you've not done it before, now I've talked a lot about this in the past, and so we're going to just reiterate a few points right here. Okay, When you're doing an annual read through the Bible, you're not doing a Bible study through the whole Bible a year. Okay, Understand it takes great preachers like MacArthur 30 and 40 years to preach the New Testament to get a solid Bible study done. That's not what we're doing. We are getting in there every morning before you get up or every night or on your lunch break, whatever it happens to be, you are getting in there and you are reading the Bible. 15 minutes every day. You're not stopping over, oh, I'm really wrestling with this verse. Nope, just read it. Just read it. Make note of it and read it. Okay, you're still going to keep doing your regular, more in-depth Bible studies. If you are doing those little devotionals, I would encourage you to not do that. I encourage you to instead open up a Bible, uh, whatever your translation is, find a paragraph, and your daily devotionals instead should be reading that paragraph and looking at the surrounding and contextual verses. You're going to get a lot more out of that than reading one of these little daily devotional guides. You know, one verse, someone else's opinion, and uh, calling it a daily devotional. And that's not that's not giving you context. It's not giving you the heart of the scripture. There's a lot you're going to miss by doing that. And so get in there, and you're still going to do Bible studies. You're still going to do more in-depth stuff. This getting through it, it's so that you grasp and understand the whole picture. Okay? You need to see and understand the whole picture of the Bible. That is why you read it cover to cover at least once a year. Cover to cover at least once a year. Whole thing. Whole thing. And then you're going to focus on the little parts. Like as I look around this desert where I am right now, as you look around, you see all of these rocks. You see all of these stones. But if I pick up a rock, now I can study this one little rock. Okay, and uh, I can take the time and the detail to study this one little rock. I can understand all the, the holes, all the knots, all the little embedded particles. I can do that. 
But then I also, I don't, if I spend all my time looking at this, I never get a chance to see the beauty that is surrounding me, which you guys can't see because it's not in focus. But uh, I assure you, it is a wonderful and beautiful scenery. But when you get a chance to stop and focus, and you can stop and focus on another part, and we have a completely different rock here. Okay, there's so many rocks in this desert. This guy here looks more like a granite or something like that. Um, and then you can study this rock. You can, oh, this one's more fragile. You can open it up. You can break it into pieces with your hands. It's definitely not granite. <laughs> okay. um, and so you can get a chance to see what it's all about and see what's going on in detail. But you always want the big picture as well. You want the close up. You want the far away. And that's really what I encourage you to do. Read through the scriptures. Make time, 15 minutes a day. If you've never done it, 15 minutes a day. Read through from the beginning to the end. Now, how do you do this? Some people say, start with Genesis, go all the way to Revelation. I've done that several times. I like doing that. Uh, what I did the first time this year uh, when I read it, uh, because I was reading a brand new translation. I was reading the LSB translation, uh, Legacy Standard Bible, which is a great translation. That was actually the first time I did... I did, um, uh, I think I did four chapters from the Old Testament and then two chapters from the New Testament. So every day I'm doing a little bit of Old Testament, a little bit of New Testament. And I kind of did that to make it all work. Um, and then um, the second time I did this year, I did the Chronological Bible. And that's one of the best ways, if you're really intimidated by the Bible, I'd probably encourage you to look for a chronological Bible because it puts things together in the right places. So you're going to read a little bit of Kings and then you're going to read the prophets that were preaching at the time of the Kings. So rather than reading through, through the Genesis creation and the historical narrative and okay, we finished the historical narrative. Now we have a whole lot of books of wisdom and then we have a whole lot of prophets. What the chronological is going to do is it's going to take particularly the Old Testament. It's going to put all that stuff contextually where it happened. So as, as Psalm 51 is talking about David's repentance of the sin with Bathsheba, you're reading the story of the sin with Bathsheba, and then boom, you get Psalm 51 right in the text, right there when you're reading. It has the whole Bible in it completely. It's just things are put in. Now, uh, tomorrow I'm going to do a review of the one-year Bible, which is the, the chronological Bible I've done this year. In the past, I've done the Reese chronological Bible, which I really like the Reese chronological Bible. The only downside about it is that it's the only version I know of is King James Version. I'm not a huge fan of the King James Bible. Um, I don't hate it. I just like to read something a little bit more modern, um, more up-to-date language. And so the one-year Bibles, they have make these available in a variety of translations. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that one. And I will mention a little bit about why, um, why I like the, the Reese Chronological Bible a little bit better. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and talk about that Bible tomorrow. Uh, so come back to the channel for a special Wednesday show where we're really talking about, about that scripture there as well. Well, guys, thanks for watching, everybody. I hope that you guys had a wonderful 2022, and I hope that your 2023 is full of amazing grace and amazing faith, and that you really take it upon yourself to, to grow your faith in Christ. So that's going to start by understanding the broad depth of what's going on in the scriptures. So with that, guys, uh, thanks for watching, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support 
or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. Thank you.